On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Aaron Rodgers has completely taken over the NFL. On an NFL draft weekend, it's been all Aaron Rodgers. Packers fans are sick. Aaron Rodgers is watching horses. I think it's just time to split up. Sometimes you just need to tell the love of your life, that's it. Ken LeVick alive, coming off of the weekend. I'm the guy with the name on the show. He's Coquel. He annoys the old living hell out of me, but man, I'm good to have him in my radio life. And we have you for an hour on ESPN 106.3. We are coming to you from the Anajar Levine Action and Attorney Studios. Phillips Point Towers right off the really bathwater warm intracoastal. It is so damn hot here in South Florida. And uh, the NFL draft has come. The NFL draft has gone. I am going to defend to the death the Aqua and Orange, Chris Greer, Brian Flores and company later on in the show for their draft because I think you're going to see a lot of these guys on Sunday, week one, 2021. But Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, this is one of the most significant soap operas that we have ever seen in the NFL that we will ever see in the NFL. It appears as if there is a point of no return that has been reached between future Hall of Fame quarterback and storied franchise. If you believe, and I do, the likes of ESPN's Rob Domofsky, who was on with Mike Greenberg just before us here on ESPN 106.3, Coquel, he gave the prospect of Aaron Rodgers returning to Green Bay, playing for the Packers week one this season, as 5%. This isn't Five. like 50-50. This isn't, oh, there's a chance. No, like this is below remote chance that Aaron Rodgers goes back and plays for the Packers. It seems like the bad feelings, the marriage, it's just gotten to a point where it's rotten and nothing's going to save it. And Packers fans are panicking. If you look at social media, there are Packers fans crying on TikTok over Aaron Rodgers. I mean, for me, I find it truly hilarious. I absolutely (laughs) love this, and I hope it goes on the entire offseason. But Aaron Rodgers spending his weekend at the Kentucky Derby had nothing to say to NBC's Mike Tirico when he was posed a question about it. Didn't want to go on air to discuss it. Uh, There are further reports from Pro Football Talk Mike Florio that Aaron Rodgers legitimately dislikes Brian Gutekunst, the general manager of the Packers, so much so that uh, there is a belief that the only way Rodgers would return is if Gutekunst was fired, is if he was flat-out fired. And the Packers are not going to do that. But, I mean, that's significant. An intelligent human being like Aaron Rodgers is to become so petty to a point that he'll only play for the franchise he's ever known if the general manager gets flat-out fired, that's toxic. That is completely toxic. And so it's come to this now. The Green Bay Packers, to me, are the modern-day Packers because of Aaron Rodgers. He has provided them year after year after year after year of greatness, of jaw-dropping moments, 
of Hail Mary prayers, of playoff wins, of a Super Bowl championship, of bean contenders, countless NFC North championships, always beating the Bears. I mean, he has ingrained himself into, I think, um, and there's a lot of storied names in that Packers organization going back to the birth of the NFL. But you can make the argument that Aaron Rodgers is the single greatest Packer of all time, who is uh, given the single greatest individual moments of football, not only in Packers history, but arguably in NFL history. He has made the impossible possible over and over and over again. The things that he does, the way that he throws, the magic outside the pocket, it defies explanation. And he does it and has done it consistently. He won an MVP, put together one of the greatest seasons of any quarterback in NFL history at age 37. In the weirdest year we've ever seen in the NFL in the middle of a global pandemic. But also, things are so toxic now. If Aaron Rodgers shows up to Lambeau Field, shows up to the Packers practice facility, shows up for training camp, the only discussion is going to be, how's your relationship with the GM? Are you really committed to the team? Can you be accepted in the locker room once again? That is day after day after day going to be the discussion. There's going to be a constant temperature check on Aaron Rodgers. Nothing to do with the pandemic, but but his mood. And it's starting to get to a point where I don't think, Okel, this is sal- sal- salvageable in any way, shape, or form. And if this goes into a holdout situation during any kind of organized activity that Aaron Rodgers isn't there, his teammates are going to get asked every single day. I mean, it's going to be days of our lives every day. You're exactly right. It's going to be soap opera, soap opera, soap opera. It is going to be inundating. And that's why I think, despite the fact Aaron Rodgers is the reigning MVP of the league, he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest quarterback that we've seen from a pure statistical game-to-game stand. Like, Aaron Rodgers, from a full box of quarterback tools, is better than Tom Brady. I don't think that there's anybody who assesses quarterbacks who would disagree with me on that. From arm angles to accuracy to ability to run an offense uh, to getting outside the pocket and making things happen, he is a better pure quarterback than Tom Brady is. But I also think it's gotten to a point, despite all the greatness, that the Packers are better off cutting ties and going with Jordan Love or somebody else they may acquire in a trade. What is best now for the Packers? Aaron Rodgers being there and them being in contention for a Super Bowl in 2021? Or Aaron Rodgers leaving the franchise and there being less drama and you start over? What's better now for the Packers? Aaron Rodgers there or Aaron Rodgers gone? 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. 888-760-ESPN. You can also tweet at the show at ESPN West Palm. But again, 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. I mean, Coquel, if I'm a Packers fan, I want to be competing for a ring. 
I want to be winning the NFC North. I want to be beating up on the Bears. I want to be a one or two seed uh, in the opening round of the playoffs. I mean, they were the one seed this year. They were the lone one seed in the NFC. They got through, and they couldn't get the job done in the NFC championship game. But if Aaron Rodgers is there, the Packers are always going to be a contender. Every year. Every single year. Even if they have a middling year, once you get into the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers, Everything is on the table. You can win any game. Uh, not to go full cliche, but any given Sunday, Rodgers can win. And age has not affected him. Do you remember late in Brett Favre's career where yes. he got average to some seasons below average? He's just throwing pick after pick after pick. And every single year it was, is Favre going to retire? Is Favre going to come back? Is Favre going to retire? One-year deal, one-year deal, one-year deal, one-year deal. And it was exhausting. Every single offseason was another soap opera with Brett Favre because you weren't sure if he was coming back or not. That hasn't happened with Aaron Rodgers. No, he's got three years on his deal, and he's looking to extend. Yeah, He wants to play, I think he said, until he's 45. And I know we say Tom Brady is an anomaly playing like he's playing until 43, but there's absolutely no indication that Aaron Rodgers has slowed down at all from 27-year-old Aaron Rodgers to 37-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Why couldn't he do that? Now, with Brady, you go by how he looks, and he looks different than he did when he was younger, and he looks better, right? Yeah, he's t- he's taking great care of himself. But the just playing to year 40, you can't compare it to past errors because – in the past, quarterbacks got hit. In the past, quarterbacks got roughed up. Sure. These guys are playing their primes they're in protected. the golden age where yeah. they're not hit ever. That's a great they're point. They're going to play longer. That's a great point. So the only thing, in theory, that slows these quarterbacks down is if they lose arm strength. Arm like, strength, yeah. Like we were discussing last week, a Peyton Manning or a Drew Brees, who clearly last season it lost a lot off of that shoulder. But even again, Peyton Manning and Drew Brees, they took a lot of hits early in their career. Yep. They played a yep. different way. I mean, Manning got sacked a ton early on. That wears on your body. It may not wear on your body when you're 28. It's going to start creeping up when you're 38, though. Brady never really got hit. And he learned, Brady learned expertly how to avoid taking early, the big hit. Early, early. in his career. Uh, and also, too, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, this is the benefit of him being so proficient outside the pocket like he's been his entire career, avoiding the contact in the pocket, getting outside and still being able to make a play, surviving to another play. But isn't there something to be said for, like, let's be clear, Aaron Rodgers is a headache. He's always going to have an opinion on something, which is fine, But as a GM and as a team president and as a fan, it gets taxing. And this is what you have to weigh with your options. Do you want to be in contention for a Super Bowl 2021, 2022? Or are you just ready to savor the memories and before things get too toxic where there's such bad blood that it's going to take a decade, 15 years for Aaron Rodgers to even come back to Lambeau Field to be honored do you just cut ties now, trade them, and say, you know what, let's move on? Because there's benefits to both, but it's it's all about if you can stomach not competing anymore for a Super Bowl, waiting four or five years before you get back to that point, uh, or can you stomach the constant drama that's going to come out of Aaron Rodgers versus general manager? What's better now for the Packers? Now that we've had about five days to digest Aaron Rodgers versus the Packers. Aaron Rodgers versus GM Brian Gutekunst. What's better now for the Packers? The winning or the relief? Aaron Rodgers there or Aaron Rodgers gone? 
888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. If you're a fan, you want you want Rodgers, no matter what, right? There is no I don't know scenario. because Packers fans are angry. I see a lot of social media. I wish you'd shut up already. But how can you be angry at him? He's mad that he's not getting surrounded by weapons by his team. The Packers fan, and this is my understanding, is they will say, well, uh, that's not necessarily true. They've gotten him weapons in Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams, and they've tried to assist him in the passing game. He's just sensitive. He's mercurial. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. What's better off now for the Packers? Aaron Rodgers there or Aaron Rodgers gone? I know at its face, it seems silly to, uh, to, to pick Aaron Rodgers leaving the franchise. He's one of the greatest of all time. He Coquel is a true, full-fledged first ballot Hall of Famer. The second that he's eligible to become an NFL Hall of Famer, you might as well just stencil a, a gold jacket on him and send him uh, to, to Canton because he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. That's not a question. But has it grown too toxic now, too dramatic now? And it's like a, it's like a bad relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, partner, uh, even marriage, where you love the person. You truly appreciate them for what they've provided in your life, whether it be great vacations or your kids. But it's become so toxic that true happiness in your life isn't going to be found again until you separate. That's a real thing. That happens. And I know plenty of people who have been in that situation. And they tell me, hey, I cut this off and there's still a respect. But, man, I'm so much happier that we're not around each other any longer. Nah, just have another kid. <laughs> just have another kid. No problem. It fixes that everything. That fixes everything. Yep. And you if that one doesn't work, yeah. you made the wrong kid. Have another one. Have, having another kid, the sleepless nights, the sniping at one another, having to wake each other up during the middle of the night to take care of baby. All that stuff works it out. Babies it's are cute. camaraderie. Babies, Babies make are you cute. happy. Absolutely. 888-760-3776. Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay or Aaron Rodgers gone? What's the better situation now for the Packers? 888-760-3776. David is in Jupiter. David, good to talk to you on a Monday. You're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, man? Yeah, actually, from the perspective of a Bears fan, I would love for Rodgers to stay another couple of years because Fields is going to need a couple of years to kind of get up to, you know, the level of play. And I'd rather Fields versus retire. Love. Yeah. Yeah, him retire a couple of years later. That yeah. way, when Fields is ready to go, the Bears actually have a shot at winning versus the Packers rebuilding now. Well, David, here here's what I'm going to tell you as a Chicagoan, okay, and someone who has seen Aaron Rodgers completely blast my life apart over and over and over and over again over the better part of my adult life. Um, I see what you're saying, but I would say good riddance to Aaron Rodgers sooner rather than later. Like, just bye. See ya. See, like, I, I feel like you at least have a chance to nip the Packers occasionally with Andy Dalton versus rookie quarterback. I don't need to see number 12 roll into Soldier Field anymore, okay? I, I just, I see what you're saying, but we're in the same boat, and I say au revoir to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, I think the Bears, believe it or not, you know, they, they were a double doink away from, you know, possibly having a Super Bowl at least appearance. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. when they played the Eagles. And, you know, Cody, they were Cody. on the cusp of, of competing with Trubisky, who was horrible. So, <laughs> you know, if, if he stays there another couple of years and they have to rebuild in a couple of years, I mean, they haven't got it done up to this point. I know they've been close, but I'm not so sure that the Bears don't stand a chance if they just have somebody that can halfway decent throw the ball. They, you know... Our yeah. playoff team that can compete. Now, part of me selfishly, and thank you, David, for the call, uh, part of me selfishly, I'm really enjoying Packers fans going through hell right now. I went through I this. I truly am. I'm a Jets fan, so I went through the AFC version of this with Tom Brady and the Patriots. I mean, and Brady how leaving. great was it? It was awesome. It was the greatest thing, seeing him leave. Oh. And honestly, with the Jets being so terrible... Even seeing him win was great. I was like, all right, Patriots fan, how you feeling today? You liking that? You like it? Oh, right. man. That feels you're, you're right. Look at Brady. Ex- he doesn't need you. <laughs> Your coach is overrated. That's, 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 man, you nailed it. Because, one, the fact that Tom Brady made the announcement on the holy day in Boston of St. Patrick's Day, that was excellent. I mean, that was top-notch trolling. And then to see Patriots fans who have known nothing but excellence for the past two decades have have their hearts broken truly for the first time in an awful long time. That just brought warmth to your heart. And you're right. The fact that it extended throughout the entire season, every time Tom Brady won, every time Tom Brady and had Gronk. a good game, and then just the the ultimate, the swirl, the perfect swirl on the ice cream cone like we were discussing on Friday, winning the Super Bowl, mm, the NFL, nothing like it. It's just, just oh, amazing. Man. Amazing. I, you and I are smiling, beaming at one another, just thinking about it now. I legit have goosebumps the only, right now. The, Ooh, it feels the only good. downside to the whole thing is I like Cam Newton, so I didn't want to root against him. No. But, but I hate Patriots fans <laughs> that much more than I like Cam oh, Newton. Man. Packers fans, I, I have to say it. I am absolutely loving what Aaron Rodgers is putting you through right now. Oh. And, <laughs> and, I, and as a Jets fan, give me some Rodgers. Send them to me. Take it. We took Favre. We'll be this. Well, if he wants to go somewhere else, Favre wanted to go to Minnesota. He landed in New York, and then we got him to Minnesota eventually. Aaron, you want to go to San Francisco, buddy? Come to New York. We'll get you there eventually. Well, Brad Favre, his first game in a Jets uniform was down here against the Dolphins uh, in 2008. That was my first game covering the Dolphins. It was the Brady game. We talked about it. It's the same game, isn't yeah. it, when Brady tore his ACL? That was the, yeah. week one, 2008. Absolutely. That was the single weirdest thing I've ever experienced in glorious. my sports life, though, was a, a number four Brett Favre Jets jersey. I, Whoa, was I, that bizarre. And I could just throw on my number four Glenn Foley jersey. And it was the same thing. Basically. <laughs> oh man, uh, are are the Packers are the Packers better off still winning with Aaron Rodgers or ending the soap opera without Aaron Rodgers? Do you want to be in Super Bowl contention or do you just cut ties and try and get some value and build up the roster? What's better now for the Packers? Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers not in Green Bay. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 888-760-ESPN. Also, like Coquel was mentioning, what would insert favorite team here give up for a 37-year-old reigning MVP but also really opinionated and surly quarterback? We'll discuss that when we come back. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on a Monday on ESPN 106.3.
Ken LaVica Live. Best show in Palm Beach County that you can listen to between noon and one. I mean, really, <laughs> there's no other show between noon and one that I would advise anyone listening to other than Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel on ESPN 1063. Aaron Rodgers, better off in Green Bay with the Packers, or the Packers better off with Aaron Rodgers just not being there any longer? I mean, he's he's a lot of drama. He's worth it from a wins and losses standpoint. He's worth it from a go-to-the-playoff standpoint, but is it just too taxing now? And by the way, Aaron Rodgers, what did you think of that look at the Kentucky Derby on Saturday, the long, greasy hair look? What, what was he doing? Who cares? He had a turd Ferguson nameplate on <laughs> from the Saturday Night Live skit. Oh, Turd love Ferguson. It. He's great. He, just go to Jeopardy. A guy like Rodgers, you just have to lean into him. You have to I, embrace I'm him. That's the only way. It. I love Aaron Rodgers. Like, I, I don't love that uh, he has just completely dominated the Bears for years and years and years and years, but him, the personality, him, the mind, him, the person, I mean, what's not to love? I wish that I, I got the time with him like Danica Patrick did. I would just like to, no, not like other, you know, certain times, but like the, like, the, which like I would, which ones <laughs> don't you want? Uh, well, actually, Please explain. I take that back. Um, no, but I would, uh, like just to sit on the couch with them and you said and couch, right? Couch. Yes. And have, have really in-depth conversations with them. What's not to love about the guy. I mean, the guy's super smart, thinks about a lot of things and is wildly intelligent. That's a good thing. Better than a, a football meatball. Uh, duh, uh. No, like this guy actually has thoughts on things. Oh, thoughts are stupid. <laughs> Why would you want any thoughts? 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. What's best now for the Packers? Aaron Rodgers being in Green Bay or Aaron Rodgers just flat out gone? What's better for the Packers and Packers fans? Let's go to Harry in Jupiter. Harry, you're on ESPN 106.3. What's up, bud? I I think anybody who watches football got to believe that if you let Aaron, Aaron Rodgers go, you're going to five-year no playoffs. Yep. yep. I'm a Dolphin fan. I love watching Aaron Rodgers just play the game. And he's got to be the top 15 quarterbacks of all time, I think. I agree. And he gets no, he gets no respect in Green Bay. Look at Brady. Brady wants to bring back Brown, he gets Brown. Brady wants to make plays before the half like he did last year. They don't give Rodgers. He wanted to go for a touchdown. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, they make him kick a field goal. Yeah. He's, got, he's frustrated. Yeah. Harry, would you give up Tua and two number ones for Rodgers right now? i give up Tua and three number ones. I'm, I'm, would, with, are you, I'm with you. I would, I would be dancing in Jupiter. For a week, <laughs> naked, naked, All right. a naked Harry in Jupiter. Naked. All right, sixty-five year old man. I'd be naked. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would. I was just dreaming if we could have Rogers. I'm not a, a Green Bay fan. At all. I've been a Dolphin fan my whole life. I've been suffering for forty years. So you know, pretty close to it. But Aaron Rodgers is the real deal. Totally. And, and you said top fifteen. I I would say he's maybe a top five quarterback in NFL history. And appreciate the call and. It's, oh, but the championships, but the Super Bowl rings, and fine, but there are other ways to measure greatness, and Aaron Rodgers truly is greatness. But Harry would dance naked in the streets of Jupiter, 65-year-old Harry, if the Dolphins were to somehow acquire Aaron Rodgers. But that that presents the question. Would Ken Levicka dance naked if the 
Dolphins get Rodgers. I mean, I'd probably do that without even football no, being like involved. Here, but... I'm like, we're going to stream it. <laughs> well, I think we'd have to get through HR with that, but I would consider it. Anything for attention. Yes or no, Ken. Naked dancing if Rodgers comes to the Dolphins. Yeah, sure. Locking it in. sure. Sure. It's locked in. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed about anything. Um, but that, that, that does present Thanks the question. Thanks to the good folks at True Freedom Therapy, you're not. If you're, that's a that's a great point. That is an absolute great point. I at least know that I'm I'm good with the performance because of go. the folks at True Freedom Therapy. Um, if your team, like Harry's Dolphins, like Chris Coquel and the Jets, like the Denver Broncos, like the San Francisco 49ers, even though apparently Trey Lance is uh, the smartest prospect we've seen in decades, 315 college snaps, never seen anything as low as that. But hey, I trust Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> but I thought Mac Jones was the quickest on the board. Right, right, right. It, so confused. I, I don't know. I think you just get assessments of a player based on what your biases for said player are. That's how the draft works. And I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick was the smartest player of all time. He went. To, I don't know if you know this, but Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard. My God. God, I had no clue. What a bombshell. Um, what would you give up for, let's put a cap on it, two years of Aaron Rodgers, okay? Two years of Aaron Rodgers. What would you give up for that? And I tend to agree with Harry. If I needed to send Tua and two number ones, I'd do it. And if the Packers called back and said, hey, sweet the deal, give me a third number one, I'd say... Okay, and I would take two years of Aaron Rodgers giving up, hedging my future, three number ones and two up. I would do it. I would do it. That's the break the bank deal for Aaron Rodgers. Would you break the bank for 37, soon to be 38-year-old, surly, aspiring game show host, reigning MVP showing no signs of wearing down Aaron Rodgers? Would you break the bank for him in a trade? 888 Seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero ESPN. Coquel, if the Jets decided, hey, we have four first round picks to give up, and we just drafted Zach Wilson, but we'll give up four first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. Would you do it to allow Zach Wilson? to learn under Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers has any desire to help a quarterback learn under him, would you do it as a Jets fan? Would you break the bank to go get two years of Aaron Rodgers, even with 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 Abercrombie quarterback on the Jets roster? Four is a lot. Well, we, That's a lot of first-round picks. What if the Packers said three? you need four? Three? Okay, then you're not getting Aaron Rodgers, though. Okay, here. But then you're not getting my, three, about, my about, three draft picks. How about... Two, uh, how about three ones, a second, and like a fourth? Yeah, I would do that in a second. Okay. So the first, the first is that valuable to you. The, the, that, that fourth first is that valuable if you could get two years of Aaron Rodgers still in his prime. He's still, because again, there's not a difference between 27 year old and 37 year old Aaron Rodgers still in his prime. You wouldn't do the fourth. The only way I would do the four, all right, and this is how I'll explain it, is I don't want to go so many years deep into my draft. So I don't want to go that many years in a row without a first-round draft pick. But with the Jets, I could probably package my two twos they have next year and get another one, right? Sometimes you can do that, find sure. a way to move up to get another first-round pick. So that would be three first-rounders in this year and then one next year. Then I might do the four. But I, I just don't want to go into that third year of not having a draft pick. I want to get it all the capital. I want to figure out a way to make it happen in the next two years. You can have all of it. 
Yeah. You can uh, have my full draft. Jets have two ones, two twos. Take them all. Take my one the following year. Take a three the following year. Take a two the following year. I, I just want to, in those two years, have where I give up all the capital. I would be willing to, on the Packers' terms, at least within – uh, you know, remote reason, I would give up on the Packers' terms uh, what I needed to get two years of Aaron Rodgers. I think if the Jets offered, though, three ones and three twos, that's comparable to... to sure, but th- and that's also, that's significant. That's breaking the bank for them. I, I, why not? You're all of a sudden, you're going from bottom of the league to contender. Yeah. Like, overnight, Aaron, the Jets would be a contender. It, exactly. In an NFL where you have 11 players on a side... Aaron Rodgers, to me, is the closest thing other than Patrick Mahomes to being able to immediately jump on a franchise and turn them from losers into a contender. If If 43-year-old Brady can do what Rodgers can do. If I'm the Ravens, I'm offering draft picks and Lamar, and you know where I stand with Lamar. Yeah, sure. That's the level of player Rodgers is. I'm offering whatever I can to get this guy. Would you break the bank for Aaron Rodgers, soon-to-be 38-year-old, tough to deal with, but reigning MVP, 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN, 888-760-3776. Hey, congratulations to everybody who graduated from the FAU MBA Sport Management Program this past weekend. 21 years, you hear me say it all the time, but I say it because it's significant. This is a program that has spent two decades sending its students, its MBA Sport Management, uh, the MBA recipients, into jobs in sports. It happened 20 years ago. It's happening today. In fact, last week, we talked about four different students that have found a role in the sports industry. There are so many jobs, but you need to know how to get there. This is your path to doing it. You're not just going to wake up one morning and say, oh, I want to get in the sports industry, so I'm going to apply for this job and apply for this job and apply for this job. That's not realistic. That's not how it happens. But what happens with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program is you make connections. You get the best internships. You also learn from those already in the sports industry. Those teaching the classes are giving you firsthand knowledge. Listen, you got to make big decisions and take big life steps. And this is the step you take if you want a job in sports. So many of you want it, don't know how to get it. This is that, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU edu slash mba sport that's fau.edu slash mba sport let's quickly go through some aaron Rodgers tweets here and again tweeted us at espn west palm ken levick alive i am ken levick he's co-cal uh eric callis on the subject of aaron Rodgers tweets it's a bit of an fu to packers fans coordinating to have that news drop last week hours before a draft no yeah it it, it was and i think co-cal you and i agree that that was certainly something out of the Rodgers camp where uh, if if you believe the multiple reports that Aaron Rodgers encouraged the Packers to take the deal from the 49ers, Garoppolo, number three pick, couple of players on the roster and draft picks, and the Packers said no, uh, Rodgers was trying to help the Packers get value for him, and uh, they turned down the offer fairly quickly. I think that was the result of that. Not enough was put into where Garoppolo was a hindrance on that trade. You're getting a quarterback who's not healthy ever on on a big number. It's kind of like the golf trade with Stafford where everybody keeps saying, they got three first-rounders for Stafford. No, they got two, and then they gave up one for someone to take on golf. I think to take on uh, Garoppolo, you'd have to get compensated to take him. Jensen Jennings on Twitter, I get why Rodgers was upset the organization didn't tell him they were drafting Love, but they've also shown they're committed to him through at least the end of his contract. Not really upset about it. I see both sides. If he wants to leave, go ahead. Well, 
Here's the problem. Right. And and here's the problem. They've shown they're committed to him through at least the end of his contract. That's not the issue. He wants further commitment. He wants an extension. The end of his contract doesn't do anything for him. He wants an extension. He won the damn MVP last year, putting together one of the greatest seasons of all time. So that's part of the hang-up, actually. The Packers only showing they're loyal to him through the end of the contract. If the Packers really wanted Rodgers, they would pay to have Jeopardy film the Green Bay. <laughs> Prove it. Put your money where your mouth is there, uh, Packers. I'm not sure, I, I'm, I'm not sure that that's actually uh, possible. I don't think that that's possible. Are they don't have video cameras in Green Bay? <laughs> Jeopardy is not moving to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Well, I can't think of anything worse. Could you make it happen? Going from Hollywood, going from L.A., and also they nothing. film in Culver, California. I don't know where that may be in Hollywood. I just looked it up this morning. Let's see, I was hoping they filmed in New Culver York. City. Culver City. Is that yeah. L.A.? Yeah. Okay, that's good. like the, the Hollywood area. That's where the studios Listen, are. I, I've come here. Uh, Ron, <laughs> Ron Wells on Twitter. He signed what he signed. He knew they were conservative. Just like I want a franchise to pay the contract fully, I want a player to honor theirs. At this point, I want them to force retirement. Call his bluff. What good does it do the Packers to force Aaron Rodgers to retire? That's mind-numbing. And that dumb. guy better not ever ask for a raise or switch jobs because that drives <laughs> me nuts when fans are like, what, you want to move? Okay, when your family wants to move, don't switch jobs. Finish your contract. Yeah. Stay there for five years. Right. Don't, don't worry about what your wife says. Right. Don't worry about money offered in another state. Nope. You stay there. You agreed to it. Don't mind that you're miserable. Don't mind that you're you're in line for another opportunity. You stay there. Don't move. Honor the contract. It's his okay? job. It's not right. like it's this life isn't commitment. life. Exactly. And and that's part of the problem here, though, too. With I think football fans, a lot of times, or at least there's a decent amount of them, they can't separate football from life. And that's part of the problem with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers clearly has other interests than just football. His life is much different than football. And it drives them crazy that he actually openly lives that. We talked about it with Santonio Holmes. If I got if this station was like, hey, we're moving to Buffalo, I'd be like, all right, I'm out. Like I've been to Buffalo for 36 hours. Don't I don't need it. I don't need hour 37, let right. alone five years. At some point, happiness outweighs uh, the the contract, the job. But that's both sides. The Packers are unhappy as an organization right now because Aaron Rodgers is making life difficult for them. Aaron Rodgers is unhappy right now because the Packers are making life difficult for him. And that's why I just feel like maybe it's better for both sides to just separate. But I think we can agree there is much more on the line for the Packers with a separation than there would be for Aaron Rodgers. He has nothing left to prove. The Packers still go on and are trying to salvage something. Advantage Aaron Rodgers. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN. On Friday, I was a little bit meh about the Dolphins draft. But after I saw what they did in full this weekend, I'm going to tell you why they got an A, why it was a great draft for Second Chris Second best Blair in the company. AFC East. So we will discuss the Dolphins and why I think they did everything right this past weekend. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. The Dolphins did it good this weekend. I promise you, the Dolphins did good things this weekend. I was pleased. I was happy with the direction they went in, even if I was a little bit eh 
about a slot receiver that you moved up for number six overall in the draft. Ken Levick alive with Coquel. ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app, and on your smart speaker, don't forget you can subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast, and get that thing right to your phone. Modern technology, how damn convenient is it? Every single day, we post it mere minutes, mere moments after the conclusion of the show at 1 o'clock, and it's right there for you in the palm of your hand. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast, subscribe it, rate it. And make sure you enjoy it. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to caress it every single day once it arrives on your phone. Uh, Coquel had a uh, a really cool weekend, um, and I want to discuss that in, in just a couple of moments. But I also want to get to the Dolphins. And uh, Coquel, I spent a good part of Friday and Saturday uh, seeing on, on Twitter the likes of Barry Jackson of the Miami Herald, Joe Shad of the Palm Beach Post, various writers uh, who were up in arms over the Dolphins not drafting a running back. And eventually the Dolphins did get uh, a running back out of Cincinnati in the, uh, the seventh round. But it turned into, it took on a life of its own. The Dolphins just made another draft pick. And it wasn't a running back. And Chris Greer even addressed it on Friday night. He said, we're not going to just take a running back because uh, there are a bunch of people who think we should. In the NFL, it has become abundantly clear, and this has been the case for a decade now, it is a pass-first league. You need to get all of that in order first. And I would argue, Coquel, that a, a quarterback is just as is well served with a dependable slot receiver than he is with an all-pro running back. There is only one running back in the entire NFL, in my opinion, that is a game-changer. Only one running back that an offense should be keyed around, and that man is in Tennessee. That man plays in Nashville, okay? So, the fact, are the Dolphins uninspired in the running back room? Sure. Yeah, Miles Gaskin right now is your number one running back. Is that great? Probably not. But is it much better now that you have Jalen Waddell in the slot for Tua? That you have an emerging Mike Jasicki at tight end? Is that better for Tua or just as good? The answer to that is yes. Like It just is. You don't need to draft a running back. There are going to be running backs available before training camp begins. You can piecemeal a running game together much better than you can a passing game together in the NFL. And the Dolphins are hinging on that. They didn't need to go get Najee Harris. They didn't need to go get Travis Etienne. They didn't need to take and reach for running backs in the later rounds if there was uh, players that they needed, pieces they wanted, like Hunter Jones, tight end. Mel Kuyper, right before uh, we came on the air, was telling Greenberg he had Hunter Jones. Hunter Long, right? Or Hunter Long, I'm sorry, as, um, as the, the number two tight end. In his draft, yeah, grades. people love people rave. Not that I've watched a lot of BC and I know football. he's Boston not, College. I'm not trying to pretend, but a lot right. of people spoke highly of him. Yeah, so uh, I mean, the it, it, we should do something too. When I call someone by the wrong name, we should always find the source of why I'm calling them by that wrong name. What is the other person that I'm thinking of that is causing me? Because that happened with Zach Kyle Wilson uh, last week as well. Me just repeatedly calling someone by the uh, the the wrong name. Um, but the Dolphins draft. I have become a huge proponent of you draft for the current instead of the future. 
I know that there are going to be teams that draft a quarterback and they're thinking four, five, six years down the road. But you drafted your quarterback last year. The Dolphins were in business this year to put players on the field right away, to put players week one in a position where they can contribute. And that is exactly what they did. Okay? Jalen Waddell, he is going to be Tua's dependable slot receiver week one, 2021. Explosive player. Arguably the most explosive receiver in the draft. Nick Saban said he's the best at coming out of the break and accelerating of any player he's ever seen. That's pretty lofty praise. You can argue he was the fastest single receiver. He's the most explosive receiver in the draft, and the Dolphins got him. Do Have I, I talked myself into him? But yeah, I'll admit that. I have. But I'm still a little bit eh on a slot receiver, number six. But the dude's flat-out explosive. And you he, can't argue with that. And he gets separation. That's all you need. Yes. That's what Tua needs is someone who can create separation. Yep. It, it, you don't need, with him, you weren't getting a guy who's going to hit the home run ball down the field. You're getting a guy who's going to catch it and turn it into a home, home run, run ball. ball with yards after the catch. And that's important. In this NFL, that's how you back up defenses. That's how you keep them honest. And that's then where Devontae Parker comes in. If you're having to worry about the middle of your defense where Jalen Waddell is, where he can catch and turn it upfield, that opens up that fly route for, for Devontae Parker. And so then you have Jalen Phillips. And I told you on Friday, Coquel, that he was the one I was most excited about from round one because I think he is a true NFL-ready defensive end. He is a true NFL-ready pass rusher. His last season, what he did with Miami, what the Canes did with him, was astounding. He went from no longer playing football to giving himself a second chance coming off of injury, and he was a monster. His body is absurd. His speed is crazy. His strength is phenomenal. He's going to be rushing the passer week one. That's significant as well. What the Dolphins did then is focus on defense. Now, I thought for sure this was going to be easy, easy, an offense-heavy draft for the Dolphins, and it turned out not to be. But that's also okay because they got versatile defensive players. They got very versatile defensive players who get the job done. And what do we know about Brian Flores? He wants versatile players that can play multiple positions, that can do multiple jobs on the field. And they got a ton of value in that. They absolutely did. And the the rave reviews of Javon Holland, the safety out of Oregon, who is a big hitter, he's a monster, outstanding in coverage, can come up, can attack the run. And then Liam Eichenberg, the offensive tackle out of Notre Dame. Like The line, that's going to help Miles Gaskin. The line is going to help you generate the run game. And having a passing game, like you said. Having Waddle and the run game, now all of a sudden safety won. The run game's going to be better, obviously, because yeah. the O-line. But safety's not being able to creep in the box because they have to respect the downfield passing game. I guess my point here is, is do not let Local media types and media types, period, uh, try and, and trick you into thinking that the Dolphins had to take a running back in the draft. And by not doing so until the seventh round, they failed. No, that's, that, that's just not accurate. It's not like they are void of running backs on the roster. Like, would it have been nice to 
get uh, a Najee Harris or a Travis Etienne like reportedly the Dolphins tried to do at the end of the first round? Yeah. But then once they didn't get that player or get those players, they decided to move in different directions. And again, they got a guy who Hunter Long tied in, and I haven't seen a ton of Boston College football. He had more catches than Kyle Pitts last year. He's, <laughs> he's no hack, that's for sure. And then they ended up getting someone who might be able to contribute in Jared Dokes out of Cincinnati in the seventh round. But in the NFL, in the modern-day NFL, you don't have to draft running backs. You can piecemeal a running game together better than any other position, especially on offense in the NFL. What do you think about the Dolphins draft? What do you think about your team's draft? 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. I want Coquel, when we return, to uh, tell a little bit about his draft weekend because he had one of the the cooler draft weekends of uh, anybody I know non-player. We'll discuss that in a moment, but... That's your... Uh, you Jet sound effects? Yeah, that was the plane flying over. Okay. No, we don't like the sound effects. No, 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 no. no. I, I I like the sound effects, but um, it's not like it doesn't sound like we really broke the bank for them, if you well, will. Well, yeah, you know, I put a lot of time searching in YouTube while you were talking about. Great, the great. That's good preparation. Absolutely excellent preparation. Maybe. YouTube got a lot of things. Uh, you know, this, <laughs> this site, you can find a lot of stuff. On oh there. my god! I'm just glad it didn't trick me because my sons will go on YouTube when I, they try to sneak on it. And it'll be like Spider-Man, the guy be driving F-bombs and stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm glad that didn't happen because I didn't listen to it first. <laughs> Wait, shot. Parenting advice. Uh, it, it all comes full circle. Uh, parenting advice with Chris Kokel, and he applies that same this type of preparation <laughs> to this radio show. They are fully prepared for you, though, at Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. And I, I've told you, I, I adore that car. I mean, even driving here today. Uh, just the, the pickup on the turnpike and uh, the safety features. I mean, it is absolutely foolproof. I love this car, and I also love this car because of how easy it was at Greenway Kia of West Paul. My guy George over there, uh, Mike, the, the, the guy who runs things over there, I mean, they, they absolutely took care of me. They're going to take care of you, and they put you in a position to succeed. We talk about teams putting players in positions to succeed. Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach puts you in a position to succeed because it's the payment on us sale right now. The final days of it at Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach on military. Purchase or lease any new Kia on their lot. They're going to give you your first nine months of payment off, plus you keep all the rebates. That's putting you in a position to succeed. You mentioned this ad. Receive a flat-screen TV with your new Kia purchase. I told them... Uh, you're giving too much. It's the car and the flat screen TV, but they said, no, Ken, we're doing it. So, all right. So go there and and uh, receive your flat screen TV. If you mention this ad, me talking about it here on Ken Levick Live, visit GreenwayKeyWestPalmBeach.com for more details. And speaking, Coquel, of putting you in a position to succeed, the credit clinic. This is awesome. I have not heard of another dealership doing something like this, but Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach is doing it. If you have bad credit, the credit clinic at Greenway Kia of West Palm has your back. They want to put you in a car, so they have bank representatives that are on site to grant special approval to consumers who meet certain minimum criteria. If you have a job that's bringing home three fifty a week, Credit Clinic wants to put you in a car from Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. They'll approve you. New 2021 Kia Fortes with zero down payment, only $265 per month. I mean, that's insane. And again, mention this ad, receive a flat screen TV with your new Kia purchase. Visit GreenwayKia, westpalmbeach.com. They want to put you in a position to succeed. 
I love them. I love the Carbine experience. You will, too. Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com. Coquel's weekend was sweet with the NFL draft. He'll explain next. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spin your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levick Alive. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Levicka and Chris Coquel. I swear, I love Coquel, but something just happened to me for the first time in a 15-year radio career. Coquel, my sidekick, my brother in radio, and the producer of this show, he was out of the studio and ran in here full sprint, ripped open the door, and goes, four seconds till we're back. I had no clue how much time was left of the break, and then Coquel breathlessly runs in and announces, four seconds. Yeah. Oh my you had God. four seconds. You need more than that to get prepared. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. You are so funny. Four seconds. Four seconds. I didn't see you for like two and a half. Yeah, minutes. because I was sorry. I was fixing our other station that oh, people man. decided to take off the air. So I have never. I do a lot. Can I wear a lot of hats at the station? Just oh, so you man. know, I've never know. had anybody tell me four seconds till you're back. I that gave, was a. First. I gave you a two minute warning <laughs> when I left. Four seconds. I absolutely love that. And then I tried to get you to talk about how I need more Twitter followers in those four seconds. <laughs> uh, very sad. At Real Coach K, by the way. Uh, at Real Coach K. Follow him on Twitter. I'm at uh, KLV1063. No, 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 no. This isn't a chance to plug yours. We're talking about me. <laughs> at Real Coach K. How about I follow Ken? How about I subscribe the podcast or uh, pr- plug the podcast? No, just my Twitter account. At Real Coach K. All right, and you can also subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. He makes me say that. I'm contractually I tweeted out at Real Coach K. Okay. Good. Okay. Subscribe to the Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel podcast. Subscribe to that. Rate it. And yes, he did tweet out about the podcast at Real Coach K on Twitter. So do follow him. It is... um, I'm trying to get at Coquel, but someone owns it and I can't get it and they don't use it. It's inactive. It's never been used and I don't know how to acquire it. Now, that person's probably long gone at uh, at this point. Good luck. But I think it might have been me <laughs> when I really? first started Twitter. I don't know. But you don't remember like a password no, or an email I'm, or anything? And I tried all, like forgot, and I put in emails I can remember. It could be one of there's There's never been a Coquel that I'm not related to. Like I've never met. That's not a common name. All right, that's my goal. I'm about to go on a worldwide journey to find a Coquel who you're not related to. There's a Coquel to. Avenue in California, which is pretty cool. We don't really know where that, and a Coquel Elementary School. But I've never seen another Coquel human being that wasn't related to us. The search is on. Um, I thought the Jets had a really good draft weekend. I, I really good. did. Um, it was, it was to me, I, I see what they did, and there was actually a vision. Like There was contributors right away. Uh, I've talked about them on this show. I love Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, I, I absolutely do. And He's Jalen Waddle light. Yeah, but he's also he's he's explosive too. He's, he's quick, but he can get the job done. He again creates that separation we talked about, and that was a great pick. And if you can get At anything, four second round. Yeah, I know he was top fifteen in some people's draft, top Total twenty, and almost everyone's. At thirty four, the Giants took Kadarius Tony from Florida, like. If Moore went there, people would have been like, great pick. Yeah. And that was at 20. You got great value for Elijah Moore at 34. It was just a really good draft. If if Abercrombie quarterback is anything that the Jets think he is, they're going to be in some pretty good shape. But later in the draft, 
Something happened that actually directly affected you other than just being a Jets fan, but it was complete cherry on top, you being a Jets fan, that this happened. Tell us the story if you could. So I watched almost every minute of the draft day one, day two, right? Mm -hmm. Or the beginning of day two. I watched all of, no, all of day two. And I was watching day three, but then my son had a flag football game. So I was like, yes, Jets Jets took Zach Wilson. Quarterback wasn't who I wanted, but I'm going to get into it. I'm going to buy in. Then they took a lineman. I was thrilled. Then they took more in in the second round. Then they got Michael Carter, who I liked better than his teammate, who everyone's high on, Javante Williams. So they got the running back I wanted out of the North Carolina kids. And I was like, all right, this draft is complete. Let me head to my son's flag football game. I'm there. I'm watching on the field, and I get a text. Jets. Another text. Jets. Another text. Blank, bleep, bleep, bleep. Jets. Like, did they just trade for Aaron Rodgers? Like, I was like, what is happening here? I, oh, everything was Jets, Jets, Jets. And I'm like, all right, either like they're doing a group chant, you know, without knowing <laughs> each other. What's happening here? And then it turns out that Jamie and Sherwood of Jensen Beach, who I coached his senior year as defensive coordinator, he got drafted. Like, I was just, I just wanted him to get drafted. So I was kind of keeping an eye on things, just wanting him to be drafted. But then he got drafted to the New York bleeping Jets. That's awesome. It, like, my day was made. You had my been week texting with them last week. I was texting with them. All throughout. And by the way, he's probably going to kill me for saying this. He used to argue with me about how he hated the Jets, and he's denying <laughs> all of it now. Uh, and then at 3 a.m. Saturday night, I get a text saying, man, that green is sexy after all. <laughs> like, out of the blue. Awesome. He's so thrilled. He's Congrats, man. The and Jets are getting a, the hardest worker I've ever seen. Besides, like, this isn't like the undersized underdog hard worker. Yeah. This is the 6'2", 220-pound Hardest hitter at Kevin Steele at Auburn said he's the best tackler he's ever seen. Wow. And that guy's coached a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, Mel Kuyper said the same on the draft on the draft coverage. But he also, since 10th grade, has been waking up before school every day to work out and then doing his workout after school with the team every day since 10th grade. And it's not going to stop. That's just who he is. The only thing I've ever seen him talk about is football and his mom and his family. Awesome. Nothing else. Uh, I am not a Jets fan, but I am a Jamie and Sherwood fan. We are a Jamie and Sherwood show, that is for sure. Uh, And by the way, uh, we were in his home uh, for the draft as well. All our friends at WPTV News Channel 5. Uh, So we've got some awesome footage of him learning that he was going to the Jets. So uh, congrats, man. That's awesome. That's a great story. And they're getting a player who, again, if he had run a maybe a little bit better of a 40 time, probably would have been a third round pick. Sure. So I think they're getting more value there because I've seen him play. And I've seen kids that run a 4-4 play down here, and he's just this. I've n- there was never a moment where someone was faster than him. Kair Elam, you think of him as one of the fastest mm-hmm. kids, right? Where is he? UF now? Mm-hmm. Jamie and I put him one. I moved him to corner of that game and said, cover him one-on-one. No safety help. Shut wow. down. George Johnson, who went to Michigan, I said, all right, your job is just to spy him. George couldn't go anywhere. So, like, he's fast enough for the elite athletes. He can play. He has a nose for football. Jets are getting a player and a half there, and I'm getting, I know what jersey I'm getting my kids for their birthday. That's awesome. And you're going to name drop Jamie and Sherwood every single chance you get, which I know is about to happen because it's about you. About to happen. I've been doing it since <laughs> he went to Auburn. Uh, by the way, uh, I was calling Hunter Long, new Dolphins tight end, Hunter Jones. Here's the reason why. Former Palm Beach Gardens high school baseball star uh, who went on to pitch in the Red Sox and Marlins organization as well. That's better than I did. I found a minor league goalie when I was looking at <laughs> Uh, Coquel, we'll do this again tomorrow. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick, and I've been live. Thanks for listening on ESPN 106.3.